to our audience, I'd like to give a big welcome to our guest today, Alex Bentley, creator of the new baseball series On Deck. How's it going, man? Hey, living the dream. And I was talking to somebody about this earlier, and he was like, dude, you really are living the dream. You love film and TV, you love baseball, and you're doing something where they're combined. So had a little gratitude session earlier. There we uh, go. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's right. It's kind of like us, just yeah. talking sports, <laughs> doing our thing, man. Talking shop with the boys, man. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, the, the, it's the key, the, the the trick that some of us figure out and some of us are still working on is finding a way to alchemize that just pure joy, regardless of what you're getting paid for it, into something that still pays you six or seven figures. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just give us a little background on you. I know you're from San Diego and you got a background playing baseball. Um, but yeah, just kind of dive into your story and we'll go from there. You know, what's funny is I was I was driving here a few minutes ago and I was thinking about this and some that came to mind was like, why would anyone give a shit to hear what I have to say about anything? <laughs> <laughs> and then my buddy was saying, well, you just made a baseball show with Fernando Tatis Jr. I think a lot of people want right. to see that. And it kind of drew me back two years ago to the whole reason I started this, which was I just want to watch stuff like this and there's nothing yeah. like it. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of corny baseball movies. There's a few authentic ones but there's no good baseball shows. Right. Um, and that, that was it, man. I had like a film and TV background. I had been in Hollywood, Dr. Evil finger quotes um, for a couple <laughs> years now and had a pretty good idea of how things went. Felt I was, you know, in a place where I could produce something. So then mm -hmm. the Rona happened and I thought, yep. you know what? Screw it. That whole baseball concept. Let's just put it out for free. Let's just give it to the baseball world on Instagram. The players will tag it. We'll get actors that have big Instagram followings like mm -hmm. Don Benjamin and, yep. and Trevor Wallace and these people that are talented uh, performers. But, you know, also have that following built in. And then it kind of just grew into something so much more that we're like, all right, we want to give you guys baseball content while there isn't any. But this is now grown into something that seems like it might be a network TV show or a streaming service caliber production. Let's try to take it that route, and you know the way the way Tatis has just like inspired a generation of kids yeah. right now. That's what that's what the goal with the show was was just baseball media, baseball content, uh, authenticity, showing the underdog. You know, showing how a lot of them don't make it. Most players right. don't make it. Yeah. One of the main characters in the show never makes it. That's just kind of how it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it kind of touches on that reality of sports where you know ninety nine percent of you know, most athletes don't make that jump to the major league. So, um, well, you know, what and you know what? That's, that's kind of one of the things that a lot of people that aren't necessarily diehard baseball fans are still more so general population audience and viewers are going to be able to relate to is there's right. so many people that are athletes who get done playing in high school, college, semi-professionally pro ball, just missed it, almost made it, et cetera, right. et cetera. And they're just kind of lost with life for the first year right. or so. Or you got to figure years, out your identity post-sports, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a difficult task for so, a lot so, of people. Definitely. And that's part of who this show is for as well, is those athletes that still want to compete and feel inspired to have life because yeah. they can't on the field anymore. Love that. Um, so what was the what was the inspiration behind starting this project? Is it just by the way, you know what's funny is all that stuff I just answered and said had very little to do with your question. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> we find ourselves doing that quite a oh, bit. Oh yeah, our own topics, way more so. than I was. <laughs> no, I, I was at least aware of it. Just yeah. <laughs> sorry. What, what was the next question? How did how did the yeah just the, the inspiration behind starting the project of on deck? Um, you know, when how'd you come up with it? 
how'd you, and I know you said you touched on, there's not the many baseball shows, which I totally agree with. Uh, growing up, there's more so, I feel like football, like Friday Night Lights, um, different shows like that, but you don't really see baseball um, on TV like that. I agree. And that's kind of what we've been saying in some of these pitch meetings is the drama of Friday Night Lights, the attitude of ballers, the tech of Iron Man. And that kind of summarizes our season one in a couple of sentences. But uh, I, I would say the inspiration from this, I kind of accidentally answered the second question with the first one, which was just the, the dire need for, I mean, there's 3.2 yeah. million players in this country and then there's extended family, friends, bandwagon fans. There's a little bit of everything, but there's a shitload of people who like baseball enough to at least watch a show about it, especially if it's authentic and the, the players are tweeting about it. The, the players that are making cameos are posting the Instagram scenes and, and, and we show that it's authentic and the people within that world and the players and the people that work in baseball and the fans and the family, friends and extended relatives can all say, yes, that's how it is. Finally, yeah. one of these productions got it right. I've lived that moment or that mom yeah. is exactly how that little league mom, you know what I mean? So yeah. there's just, um, I, I don't even mean to say I'm filling a void because I think <clears throat> there are baseball projects out there, but, I just feel an incredible need for this exact show. And I think it's going to take off as soon as we get a chance to tell the story, whoever picks it up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we've been, we've been talking about the Padres all year too, just based on the fact that, um, you know, from where they were like, you know, for the last like 10 years to where they're at now, it's the shift in the city's, you know, excitement about it has been massive. And I think so. like from a fan, cause we're, I mean, all three of us here are fans and, just getting that insight like you're talking about into what what more baseball has in a sense at like a more deeper level and understanding those things because you know I, while we were you know preparing for this and kind of looking more into what on deck was i got this sense of like i've always wanted this you know um you know hard knocks if you will for baseball and that while talking it's about it's like a this. scripted version of that exactly yeah. and that's that's kind of like what i'm leading to is that's what i've wanted because you know with hard knocks you get all these guys that are you know it focuses in on certain people right like within you know certain personalities within the team and we get to learn more about them but there's there's never really been anything like that with baseball in a sense that i've seen mm -hmm. or even enjoyed if you will but to have that opportunity to really, you know, like you said, just scripted hard knocks for baseball, right? I mean, it's just that. I I've think, never said it or worded it that way or heard it put that way, but that's definitely the best way to describe it that I haven't thought of yet. Yeah, I mean, that's how, I mean, again, I, I just think it's so cool because we're such big fans. I mean, who doesn't want to know what the life is of one of your favorite baseball players or even something that's similar to that? And like you said, like Tatis is such a impactful player on the MLB, but not a, not just in that sense, but on so many younger fans. Mm -hmm. I mean, to get more of what his everyday life is, or even you know a sense of that. Just I'm I'm 27 years old, and I'm like I want to know that shit. Like <laughs> you know, I think it's so cool, and I'm I'm I just I that's how kind of I'm conceptualizing this, and it's very very interesting. Well, I, I share your enthusiasm for it. I share your passion for it. That's why I made this. It wasn't a producer thinking what's going right. to sell. It was a baseball fan thinking, what do I want to watch? Exactly. You know? <laughs> and that's what I love about the site. You know, the whole thing. It's yeah. awesome. 
And yeah, so that that seems to be the shared sentiment among all sports fans and not just baseball fans. And that's been the feedback. So as soon as we find someone that kind of sees that vision and how that'll translate in whatever Hollywood's currency is, which is attention <laughs> views. Right. Um, I think there's millions of people that are like really eager for this show. And I, I mean, I haven't ran it by someone yet that said, I'm not really interested in that, but good luck with that. You know, I'm almost always met with really uh, receptive inquiries and questions and enthusiasm. I got people that don't even know shit about baseball texting. <laughs> Family friends that are Middle Eastern texting me about Tatis. So, I mean, it's, yep. it's something real. It's here to stay. It's like I said, grown from a little Instagram giveaway project. And they, I mean, I swear, sometimes the best things are born with the best intentions. I really just wanted to produce a really high production mm -hmm. value thing that I could say, oh. look what I made, you know, that I'm proud to have my name on that. And, you know, we got Marucci to sponsor the show and Blitzball and these mm -hmm. baseball oriented companies. And it was part of me still just wants to fucking leak it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> just let it out. Um, no, yeah. We, we can't but, go, but uh, yeah, immediately when yeah, you contacted we're really us, proud of it I looked at the I'll, show and. I thought, oh, this is going to be like baseball's version of ballers, which you touched on. Um, exactly. So is that the case? Like, is it going to be like that exact type of show or what differences will we see? Because, yeah, just touch on well, that. Well, look, it's going to be a little more wholesome. There's not going to be like nightclubs and drugs and titties right. and scandals and stuff like Well, there will be scandals, but not, you know, of that nature. Right. It's, the it's, it's, it's a realistic portrayal of the sport. And to be honest, the sport is slightly more wholesome than some mm -hmm. of those other sports right now. And, and that's something I think baseball as a whole is proud of. Um, so we're going to expand on that. We're going to expand on some of these characters on the business end. And it's not just going to be these flashy big leaguers like ballers. The way you're going to see a difference is we're going to show the minor league grind and struggle. Season one isn't very flashy. So yeah. where did you like pull your ideas from? You know, like where, what, what drove that sense of it? I, I definitely pulled I, I gotta be honest with you there's some cool people involved with the project uh rick wayne jerry harrison jr but a lot of this is original i i, I want to say like i i worked hard to differentiate the show from ballers in every way possible i wanted no resemblance to it um you know movies like uh moneyball like mike sugar yeah uh, those are inspirations but i wouldn't say i necessarily pulled anything from it um people keep saying this looks like the baseball version of creed which I, i'll take mm. as a compliment um Definitely, but yeah. i got i gotta give cool. us a little props i gotta be honest it's a really original take uh it's a fresh original story there's nothing quite like it uh i mean you got the father son player coach relationship dynamic with these characters the teammates and brotherhood and betrayal loyalty um I, you got all the elements there's love the, you got um danielle monet plays uh danny who's just the, the baddest female in the sports powerhouse agent it's got all the elements awesome and, yeah, it's it's yeah. a it's a it's a realistic, authentic, gritty underdog story, and uh, it's and what's interesting about it is we also have this element of the performance enhancing sleeve, and this is oh, yeah. one of the subplots for season one is that these characters, uh, these characters, the character DJ, who's an analytics coach and somewhat of a baseball mad scientist, creates this performance enhancing sleeve in the clubhouse and tests it out on the minor league players that are coming and going through the system. So mm. Maxie played by Don Benjamin is um, the player that he's been using it with. And that's why he's been having a breakout minor league right. season that yeah. gets him called up in the next episode. And um, 
it, it kind of poses a lot of questions. And it's it's this art this writer uh, Ron Donahue did a story, <clears throat> wrote an awesome article on how this sleeve is not quite as fictional as we thought it was when we wrote it, and how there's even rules <laughs> about it in the commissioner's handbook and rule book, which we then wow. took those exact lines he gave us asking questions and put it in the script that we shot oh, wow. uh, for our sizzle and our proof of concept episode, which is what you use to get it picked up yeah. or, or bought or funded. Or just kind of a, a combo of everything. Definitely the two things you just said. Um, something that, I mean, I, I just remember feeling inspired with getting done watching certain things. And I think different characters are going to inspire different people for different reasons. Sure. Yeah. And different story arcs and subplots are going to be things that certain people can relate to. And certain people won't relate to certain characters, just like any other production. Right. But uh, yeah, the mom, mostly the, the ones you said for the athletes, you know, finding inspiration and passion and a sense of purpose once you get done playing, that's an element. Um, for the guys still playing, to play every game like it's your last and enjoy the living shit out of it while you have it, because one day you will be done playing. Right, um, and that's something cool that no matter what level you play to, everyone has that in common. So that's something that I don't know if it's something that's a message that I want to get across. I mean, more than anything, I, I want to create something that a viewer can sit back and, like we said, everything's authentic and on point. But more so, just escape into that world and get immersed and sucked into it, and yeah. find a character to fall in love with, if not all of them. But I, I want to give ball players both still playing retired 60 years old or six years old a baseball world that feels real but is a totally fictional story mm -hmm. that they can just fall in love with and i'm sure there's going to be certain kids that love certain characters more and certain players but yeah I, I think we've got a really authentic original fresh ballsy gritty story uh, about several characters, both retired and still playing, guys trying to get to the big leagues, guys trying to keep guys out of the big leagues. It's it's gonna have all the elements. That's oh, yeah. awesome, man. No, we. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm a fan already. I'm yeah, a, <laughs> I like it, man. Um, and the thing that we kind of like noticed right away is that Tatis is uh, he's playing himself, I think, um, or some mm -hmm. form of you know a fictional character, but he himself is. No, playing. no, he, he plays Tatis. Okay, so yeah. Um, you know, how did you kind of go about, you know, connecting with him and getting him to come on board and what's it been like, uh, working with him? Well, I, I tried to get in touch through various people and it was kind of tough as you can imagine. I mean, he'd only played the half season as a right. rookie, but yeah. you know, I'd known about him for three, four years at this point, being a diehard farm system kind of fan. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was cool. Uh, the friendship that I've That's built awesome. with him along the way has been probably the coolest part about all yeah. that um he's a good actor man he showed up it was all love didn't even let me pay for his uber came in studied his lines for an hour killed it hung out with us after production we went to sunset cliffs in san diego and had some dirty birds chicken wings and there you go that was <laughs> it bro he was just one of, one of the homies one of the actors who felt like family yeah i think just touching on that is what so many people love about tatis is that exactly what you just said is he feels like one of the boys or even like someone, a part of your family. And I think that's what one has been huge for, you know, us Padre fans, but two is what you said. Like it draws people to mm -hmm. wanting to know one, who he is 
two, what is he like? And, you know, I, I just want to be, I want to be boys with Tatis. What more do I want? And I think that's what, like you said, I think having him on as a part of on deck has kind of put you in a pivotal, you know, position to show like, like what I've said earlier, what you've said, what we've all said is we want to know more about him and what he's like. And this just shows, and what you've said is how cool and how just, you know, down to earth he is, right? I mean, the, the kid's got fame. He's the face of baseball. But the fact that he can come in, take exactly, you know, his role seriously, because you never know, right, how that is going to go, especially in your position, right? You never know how that's going to go. And it just shows, I mean, to hear that from me, I've, I've, that his, his stock has gone up even more in my book, if you will. And I just think that's so cool to, you know, we're, to get a glimpse of that and to have, you know, an individual like yourself that's in the production realm of, you know, TV shows, movies, things like that. And to have an athlete come in and act like that, I think is just so, it's very respectful. And I'm just, I'm kind of fanboying over it, but it's boss. <laughs> uh, it was one of the coolest days ever, both for me as like, as baseball and as a filmmaker. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm with you. He's worth every penny. Underrated. <laughs> Love it. Um, like, like you said, he's just it's impossible not to like. Like my, yeah. my brother's a Middle Eastern attorney. He has nothing to do with anything, and he goes to Padre games now, and he knows who Tatis is. When I tried to show him the pitch deck and the show two years ago, he's like, wasn't really feeling it. Now yep. all of a sudden, he asks me, "Hey, how's the show going?" Da, 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 da. <laughs> Yeah, I want to be closer to Tatis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's just literally blown up in every single way you can think of. Just like the list just keeps getting longer. Yeah. Um, at this point, I'm like not even surprised. Three homer games, very, very mm-hmm. small team. Uh, Jerry Harrison Jr. is on the team, and then my guy Rick. But other than that, there's no one. So, um, yeah, the, the, the amount of value that he's brought is – Tremendous. I've told him. I told him the show wouldn't be where it is without him. So thank you again. But yeah, it's, yeah that's, that's exceptional. Awesome. Um, so what does a day on set look like for you, being the creator? I know you're in the show too. So you know, as you're juggling hats, what's a what's a day in the life of a uh, when you're on set of on set? <laughs> it, it really depends on what day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do my best to have other people be able to run things. So when on days that I'm acting, I can focus on acting and not have to do anything else. Uh, a, a lot of the days are kind of like, you know, the cheesy quotes about it. The, the games are won in the weight room and sure. on the practice field. It's kind of that. It's just all the prep, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's always chaotic. It's always hectic, like any production and any set, especially when you're shooting guerrilla style and, using your unemployment money to fund the show and there's no <laughs> official backing and right. small budget, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, it, it's all chaos. It's all a beautiful mess. It's fun. Uh, you know, what, once there's a network and streaming service and big funding behind the show, it'll be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. We'll have trailers with sure. air conditioning and <laughs> we'll, we'll be able to <laughs> be a little more structured. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, do things the right way and have a big team. But for now it, it's, been fun it's been a passion project you know like we we took an idea we made it a script we got a cameraman we hired some actors and we just went and just did it yeah fuck anyone who's in our way honestly that's what it was i love that now it's um 
you know, we're getting close to selling a pilot, so. No, I love that. I that's mean, that's awesome, that's man. pretty much how we started this podcast, too. It was like, fuck it, we're going to do exactly what we want to do. We're going to talk about what we want to do. So that mentality right there, I mean, we can totally relate to yeah, that. Yeah, I and, agree. You know, like you said at the beginning of this, some people take that route and other people don't. So I'm glad to uh, be on a call with somebody who took that route. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. Well, cool, man. I mean, anything else that you want to uh, address about the series or pe- what people should know about? or What do you hope the series, you know, turns into? I know you're, I know right now you're waiting for that network to kind of, you know, jump onto it, but where do you see, where do you see on deck going? Mm. And I know that, I know you, you know, infancy and things like that, but is there a goal in mind for on deck? I mean, I don't, again, I know you're kind of grinding your days in, days out, but is there like, uh, you know, this might be too deep of a question, if you will. (laughs) He's told the story's told, but we've got four really cool seasons worth of ideas. Player gets traded to Toronto and Drake buys the Blue Jays and he's playing with Vlad and Bo. Mm -hmm. We've got some ideas. That's awesome. I can't even get into, I can't even get into most of it, but, um, I, I will truthfully see it as to, to sell a pilot and have it go multiple seasons before turning 30 years old. I think that'll put me in a good position to carry on my career to where I want to take it and be that baseball guy in Hollywood. Love it. That's awesome, man. I love that. Lastly, and most importantly, um, once you get signed and you have that second premiere, is Sports Banter invited? Or? <laughs> the next one's going to be in LA, and hell yeah, you guys can come. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. Why not? Love no that. plus ones, though. You guys are each other's plus one. That's it. <laughs> hey, that works for me. Perfect. Um, hey, Alex, appreciate your time. It's been uh, it's been awesome getting to know a little bit about the series. And, um, you know, all the best to you. We'll be keeping up. Tell your friends. Have watch parties. Stock the IMDb page. Instagram at On Deck Series. Follow us, motherfuckers. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Appreciate you. Um, thanks for having me. Be in touch. And we'll see you at the premiere, fellas. All right, Alex. It, man. Have a good one. Peace. Oh,